Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 13th, and uh, we're heading down to Athens for today's show. Uh, two very special guests. We got head coach of the men's basketball program, Jeff Bowles, and uh, Jay Preston, who's a member of the men's basketball program at Ohio University. Guys, how are you doing today? Coach, we'll start with you. How are things going? How excited are you that we have a start date for hoops and kind of uh, inching closer to getting back on the court? Yeah, doing really good, uh, Jeremy. Eric, thanks for having us. Um, I think, uh, you know, kind of go day by day. Um, you know, th things have changed, um, you know, from the summer when we first came back until now. And, you know, I think there's a little bit more, um, you know, clarity in, in having a, a conference, you know, or a season starting date, November 25th. Uh, but there's a lot of time in between now and then and uh, practice is starting uh, tomorrow, you know, the 14th. So it'll be good to uh, kind of get back and kind of get back in a routine. And, and Jay, same question to you, just uh, the kind of your last time you were out there, you were uh, playing a little uh, five on five with your teammates on the, uh, on the court at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and just get, being able to get to practice tomorrow. And, um, you know, with that start date kind of in the distance for you, uh, you know, what does that mean to you and the guys? Um, it's awesome. It's definitely just a blessing to, you know, even have a season, you know, given obviously the circumstances, but uh, to obviously be practicing now and playing only two weeks after the normal start day, that's a, that's a blessing. And we're all excited to, to get back on the court. Yeah, I know. It's, I think the last time we were at Rocket Morgan Fieldhouse, I don't think any of us really thought that it would affect this year's basketball season, which is funny, I guess. Uh, Jay, my question for you is what's, what's kind of your motivation um, for this year uh, after having last year being canceled? Uh, well, last year we, we ended the year pretty well, and uh, we're returning a lot of the same guys, and we believe we could be really good. And um, you know, obviously the goal is to, to win a MAC championship, and we, we didn't have that opportunity last year, so hopefully this year we can do that. Sure. Well, today, I mean, we, we want to talk a little hoops and we might get back into it, but this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. And uh, the one thing that we're focusing on is we've been doing all of our taking action um, podcasts and, and features uh, is, is bringing something to the table of being beyond a student athlete. And, you know, we talk about the time off and uh, everything that's gone on in the world and dealing with the pandemic and social injustice and you name it. Uh, I mean, this has been a, a year like no other. I think we could all agree on that. And so when we talk about uh, beyond a, a student athlete, Jay, again, I'll throw it to you. It's just, you know, you haven't during this time, I'm sure you've gotten out, you've played a little ball, you've tried to do keep your mind ready, kept keep sharp, but you know, what are some things that you have found out about yourself? There's been a huge lull of not playing and, you know, a lot going on. Just how, how have you dealt with that? There's got to be some anxiety. There's going to be some waiting, you know, all the things that have kind of gone on um, over the summer and into the fall that, that maybe you have had to deal with. And maybe you've learned something about yourself during that time. Um, through all this uncertainty, I'd say the, the one common factor has been uh, my faith and constantly praying 
to to God about having the season and um, being able to play basketball this year definitely. And I've also picked up on some uh, some other hobbies. Uh, currently, I, I I play a lot of chess now, you know, and uh, I've actually gotten into uh, um, the assistance here, but. Um, a lot of times myself has made me really appreciate, you know, everything that, that we had before all of this. And, you know, like blessing every day to just come to practice and be able to play basketball and have a, have, to have a scholarship to go to college because of it. I mean, it, it just, it truly makes you appreciate everything more. And coach on your end, how do you motivate your guys to try and do more than basketball during this time? Yeah, I think um, if you go back to, March 12th, you know, seems like four years ago, but, you know, you didn't know what to expect. And then when you go through it, you know, everyone's back home, you know, no one has access to gyms, weights, you know, basketball, et cetera. And you know, I told all of our guys, everybody in the country is in the same boat and you got to find a way to stay active, stay busy. Um, you know, that was the point where everyone was, you know, being quarantined and staying in the house and not going really out, you know, outside uh, their house. And um, you know, we were able to bring about half our team back in the uh, middle to late June. And, uh, you know, our guys have done a phenomenal job this summer, uh, you know, staying safe. And, you know, we talk about the most mature team, the most disciplined team is going to make it through, you know, uh, this, this ordeal. And, you know, there's going to be some type of, you know, issue that comes up. Someone's going to test positive, you know, maybe someday. But we, we, we are big on you know, controlling what you can control, you know, don't worry about anything else. You know, you can control who you hang out with, how much you wash your hand, wearing your mask, you know, limited who you, uh, your, your uh, amount of people you hang out with. And you know, I think it's, you know, made everyone live differently. Um, you know, you're a little more conscious of what's going on uh, with everything. And, and like, like every thing in life, you know, it's, you know, we use the equation E plus R equals O. You know, the event happens, what's your response going to be? And the outcome is going to be based on your response. 95% of the time, you don't control the event. But 100% of the time, you can control the outcome or the, or the response. And uh, that deals with your attitude, your actions, you know, how you deal with things, uh, whether you see the positive in it. Um, so we, we've, we've really preached that, and our guys have done a phenomenal job. Piggyback off that a little bit is just, you know, uh, coach, you know, division one head men's basketball coach, Jay, you're an all Mac player, you know, both of you guys, um, especially on campus, high profile when it comes to issues, um, whether it's dealing with the pandemic or mental health. I mean, oftentimes, you know, we see Kevin Love talking out about mental health or we see everything in the NBA and how they're standing out, standing up with all the different issues. How do you guys in, in the positions that you are in, how do you use your voice and your platform to just get the word out no matter what the issue is? And coach, we'll start with you. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can be involved with. And, and if you look at today's youth, this this generation of, of young. And I think you've seen it through the, the social injustice that's happened and, and uh, the marches and the, you know, we, we, we had a group of student athletes that started a Bobcats lead change group on campus. And the impact that they've already made has been, you know, impressive. 
And I think as a, a coach, you know, you try to lead the way, you try to, you know, give platforms, you try to educate as much as you can and be part of the change. And to be part of the change is listening, you know, is to be active in it. Um, you know, I, I designed a t-shirt this summer and I was going to give it to my team only. And, um, you know, once I, you know, got with the guy who was going to make the t-shirt for me, you know, he said, Hey, you should sell this. And then, you know, it came down to, I, I didn't want to make a penny off of it. So, you know, I ended up designing the t-shirt with a, a young lady, Taylor Rhodes that uh, worked here in graphic design. Um, and now we're selling the t-shirt and the proceeds are going towards the you know, Ebony, Bobcat, Op, Ebony Bobcat Network Scholarship Fund for Minorities on Campus. And, you know, our guys have done a good job of, you know, protesting and, and speaking in their own terms and their own voice. You know, everybody's different. And um, I think it's important. We talk about the importance of voting, you know, not only on a national level, but more importantly, on a, on a local level. Um, you know, be the change of the mayor who picks the chief of police if you're not happy with, you know, what's going on in your community. And, and I think, you know, now that the NBA and, and, you know, they're making a big deal of it, you know, it's, it's more aware, you know, for everybody. And there's some of my guys, this is their first election that they're, they're going to vote in. Right. And, um, you know, we gave it uh, the option to our team, whether they wanted to vote in Athens or if they wanted to, you know, do an absentee ballot and, you know, help impact and make change in their local communities. And Jay, to you, same thing, just how, you know, not only your teammates, but maybe others on, on campus, or I'm sure you're friends with, you know, other student athletes that may be in other sports, you know, how, how have you guys done anything on campus, um, like Coach said, to, to try and kind of um, lead that change? Um, I think for, uh, for the mental health aspect of it I was talking about, I think it goes back to what I was just saying with um, the overall mindset and, you know, just being grateful for what you do have. I think it starts off like, cause your mind really dictates how you, how you feel. And if you can, instead of thinking about like what you don't have, you know, just be grateful for everything that you do have. And it'll really change your outlook and perspective on the way you can view how everything is going on instead of looking have maybe uh, we have to wear masks during this time. At least we still have the opportunity to you know, be playing the sport that we all want to play. Yeah, and speaking to that a little bit, I mean, I know you guys are doing a lot for change in the local community, but is there one thing, especially even on the mental health for a student athlete side that you want to change specifically? Maybe it's the, the stigma of mental health or the resources available to student athletes? Is there one thing that you can kind of point to and coach, we'll start with you that, that you would want to really change? I think, you know, the, the, the era that these young people are growing up in, I, I don't envy because I always say they have so many distractions going on and they have so many decisions to make. Like, you know, I, I have two teenagers at home and, you know, teenagers, like they don't want to make decisions. You know, they go to Starbucks and there's a thousand decisions to make. They go to Netflix and there's a, you know thousands of decisions to make what they're going to watch. And, you know, I think the social media piece, good and bad, um, you know, for a college basketball player, I don't care who you are, you have a bad game and you go on Twitter and it's like, you suck, you'll kill yourself, you don't deserve a scholarship, 
you know, you stink. Well, that negativity, you know, if you read it, is going to be filed somewhere in your brain. And just, you know, if you have a good game, same thing. Hey, you're awesome. You're the best, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think, you know, to deal with the anxiety, the stress, um, it's real. And, you know, I went through it, you know, you know on a personal level, you know, um, one in five youth have a mental health issue and, and it's real. And I think, you know, we, we brought in our uh, mental health specialists to talk to our guys about anxiety, stress, depression, and everybody deals with it differently. And I think with the NBA and, and you know, some of these pro athletes coming out and speaking out about it, you know, it, it, it you know, makes it normal. And I, I try to tell people, like, when you go see a counselor, it doesn't mean you know, anything's bad. It means you have an issue, just like if you sprained an ankle, if you, you know, got a bruise or a break, you know, you go to a specialist to help deal with it. And, you know, the stigma of five, 10 years ago was that, you know, nobody wanted to deal with it, but it's healthy. Um, you know, there's professional people that deal with this on a daily basis. They know what you're thinking, how you're thinking, how to help you, you know, maybe change, you know, something in your life. And I think that the fact that, you know, Kevin Love and a couple other players stepped out and, you know, made it okay to talk about. And, um, you know, I think it's important, you know, that young people, you know, deal with it the right way and, and um, you know, hit it, you know, head on. Jay, how about you? Um, yeah, like Coach Bowles was saying, uh, we would have people come in and talk to us about that. And, you know, it's just refreshing to have that uh, option, if, you know, whatever comes down to that, somebody you can go to and someone you can talk to. Obviously, if people like Kevin Love and Tamar DeRozan coming out about their uh, depression and slash mental health, it, it, you know, it gives us people who are like college athletes, you know, more freedom and being able to be more open to talk about our problems as well. This one specifically for you. Again, our, our episode this week is beyond a student athlete. Just what what do you necessarily about you personally, but when people, when you walk around campus and you just looked at as a basketball player, I mean, you're obviously much more than that. And what we're what we're trying to get, you know, so so, you know, how is it just dealing with that from a student athlete perspective of, of you know, now is been, has been a time where there's been these issues and there's been a chance for people to speak out. You see it, we keep referencing the NBA. Um, you know, LeBron's big and a, more than an athlete, that's his thing. And um, putting it out there, you know, how, what's your message, not just to your teammates, but to other student athletes of, you know, how, how to break through that of like, hey, we're, we're just more than, just someone who laces it up and goes on the court every night. Well, for sure. Um, like Coach Bose is talking about when you have a bad game or something, people will be against you. And then when you have a good game, people will be all for you. So I think it more stems within yourself and your, uh, your personal values and not really knowing your true knowing your true worth and not, uh, believe in what anyone else has to say about you, but knowing who you are, what you represent, and what you want to do with your life, because you are the only person that can affect that. Yeah, and I mean, oh, go ahead, Jeremy. I know no, you're... no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, with you know, especially with, with Coach Bowles on with us today, I mean, what has he kind of done to help that, 
you know, mindset of yours to where you're, you're saying, you know, I know who I am and I'm more than an athlete, not just a basketball player. Um, every day, Coach Bowles, Coach Bowles uh, preaches positivity. Um, he's, he's always, and even, even during um, this summer when um, a lot of the racial issues were going on, it, it was at, it was at um, probably the highest it was this summer. Coach Bowles was constantly telling us and telling us, uh, texting us that we can use our platform, just be careful with what you're doing. And it's great to always know that uh, the coach is behind you for, during those situations. Coach, kind of a, probably the last question, unless Eric, do you have anything after this? But last one for me is just we talk about those. Uh, I believe you call them in Ohio Impact shirts, right? The shirts that you carry. Okay, so Ohio Impact shirts. You know that was that was awesome. It was all over social media. See people wearing them, taking pictures. Clearly, uh, you know, in your mind, you saw that shirt and knew exactly what you were trying to do with it. Um, Outside of that, because, you know, that's that's one of the things I – it does stand out for the summer. I mean, I, I remember exactly when it happened, and, and I thought it was great. What are some just other things that you just really want to get through to your guys? I know we're probably hitting it over the head again and again, but, you know, some some of these other things that, that you're really trying to do and, and preach every day as we move forward. Because we're going to start playing – again soon so how do you how do you keep this in their mind of like hey it, you're more than just going out there on November 25th you, you got to stick to you know your guns and, and everything that you're standing up for during the summer yeah, I think the biggest thing is you know they're here to get an education play basketball and you know our job as coaches is to prepare these young men for real world you know life and you know wins and losses are big obviously our livelihood depends on it but in the grand scheme of things you know a parent or a guardian you know says hey here's my son you know they want their son to be held accountable be disciplined when they need to be disciplined you know told i love you when they need to be told i love you given a hug and like i said prepare for the real world and you know basketball slash athletics teaches you you know self-discipline discipline teamwork time management how to deal with adversity. And those are like, you know, real world life problems. And, you know, when you're going through it, it it's like you want to bring a financial person in to talk about 401ks, Roth IRAs, how to write a check, a mental health specialist to talk about stress, anxiety, depression. Um, you know, somebody who, you know, a policeman or someone to talk about, you know, how to respond when you get pulled over, approached on the sidewalk, you know, by a policeman. And, you know, it's, it's funny, one of my assistants, you know, it was with me at Stony Brook, you know, a lot of coaches were, you know, well, you need to speak out, you need to speak out. And he's like, hey, you don't need to speak out. You, you live this, you, you do this on a daily basis with your guys. You know, I did it at Stony Brook. And I feel like it's our job as coaches to mentor, to teach, to educate, you know, on things that are going on in life. And basketball doesn't define you. You know, it's, it's what you do. It's not who you are. And for a young man to come in, and utilize their platform you know, from a social media standpoint to build their brand, um, you know, to academically, you know, not only networking within their profession, what they want to do uh, down the road, but to really build relationships. And I always tell my guys, I mean, we have the number one sports administration, you know, program in the world. And it's like a who's who nationally, globally. 
and we have a lot of business majors on our team. And, um, you know, it's, it's about utilizing their, you know, platform um, to parlay into a career. And, you know, it's, it's great that they want to play professional basketball, but at some point that ball is not going to bounce anymore. And now, now what do you do to fall back on? And, you know, Jason's a, a prime example. He's a great student, you know, 3.5 and above. Um, you know, he's, you know, people see him as a six foot four point guard who, you know, does all this, but you know, he, he's more than that. And I think his growth uh, since he's been here has been phenomenal, you know, not only as a basketball player, but as a person, you know, it's, as a coach, it's fun to see the change and the maturity um, and, and know that you have a small part in helping that out. Yeah, well, we appreciate you guys coming on with us today. And I mean, I, my last question I wanted to ask each of you is um, how it'll feel to be back on the court again. And we can we can start with you, Jay, um, and then we'll go to you, Coach, to wrap it up. Yeah, wait. I was I was I've been thinking about it every single day since uh, since last year. Since last year, I can't wait to get back on the court and compete, and you know, win that MAC championship that we want. I think for me, it's, you know, it's a surreal deal. Just still remembering being in Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse, our guys warming up and coming back in. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we got to get our temperature taken and sign off by a doctor. And I'm like, this isn't good. And, um, you know, we had a lot of momentum at the end of last year. And, and I think um, the growth of our guys and players on the court, you know, has been really neat to see. Uh, you know, we had a lot of freshmen last year, the freshman and sophomore jump. Uh, Jason's gotten better, um, which you know I'm, I'm excited to see him play. But I think just to get back out there, have some normalcy, uh, get back into a flow, and, and you know a lot of these you know playing and practice is an outlet. And we talk all the time. I mean, this season it's not going to be a perfect 27 game season, and it goes back to you know controlling what you can and the response. And but I think you know, like Jason said, you you appreciate what you have. You know, you go day by day. And uh, don't look, you know, forward. Don't look backward. You know, spend your energy on what you can do in, in the moment. So we're, we're excited and, and uh, appreciate you guys having us on and, and uh, you know, look forward to the season. Absolutely. I, I know I can speak for both Eric and myself. We, we can't wait either. It's been a long time for everyone. Uh, this is, we're, we're all doing a job or playing the game that, that we love. And, um, it's, it's been tough. There's no doubt about it. So uh, we can't wait to see you out there either and, and start uh, pubbing all of the, not just the Bobcats, but all the teams in the league and about all the good things going out there and, and uh, just can't wait for that moment. So again, Jason Preston, Coach Bowles, uh, I know the Ozone is going to be ready for you. And even if they're not in the arena, who knows at this point if they're going to be in the arena, not in the arena, but I know they'll be watching and and I know that the excitement's there. Uh, clearly, Athens has always uh, been great supporters of um, all the all the athletics. So uh, I'm sure they uh, are, are excited as well. So thank you both for coming on with us today, and uh, we will see you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Uh, once again, we're bringing you taking action features uh, throughout kind of the past month and into uh, the months ahead. And today we're talking about uh, more than a student athlete, continuing, continuing our conversation from Tuesday, 
with two Eastern Michigan student athletes, Ian Cook from the cross country track uh, program and um, Katie Scanlon from the swim and dive program at Eastern Michigan University again. Uh, guys, how are you doing? We'll, we'll start directing these questions. We do all of these things through Zoom. So we'll, we'll let you know when we're, uh, who we want to talk first. But Ian, uh, talk about, just start this off on uh, how things have been, how the return to campus has been, and overall just how you've kept yourself mentally engaged with everything going on in the world and, and you know, bringing that back to campus. Yeah, I can absolutely talk to that. Um, so um, coming back to campus, it's a little strange just because we came back and uh, really not uh, anyone else did. Um, all other residents, uh, their move-in was delayed for several weeks and uh, it's not even at uh, like normal resident capacity. So it feels a little strange um, being some of the only people on campus and of course not even going to uh, in-person classes, uh, at least for myself, all my classes are online. Um, and it, it has been really weird because this is, um, I'm a, a senior, so this is my last year, I'm getting ready to graduate in um, the spring. And so I'm trying to juggle getting ready for that, um, as well as trying to continue to train and work hard, even though we're not competing this fall um, but I will say some things that have helped a lot is uh, the, um, the uh, things that our athletic department has put into place to um, make sure that we can keep practicing, uh, see each other as a team, um, getting into the weight room, still being able to get treatment and things like that, that kind of um, make it feel like practice is going on like normal, just with a mask on. Yeah. Okay, how about you? Ours is pretty similar. Like all of my classes are online, like Ian said, and then I'm also a senior. So it's been, it was difficult at the beginning because my team is so big with swimming and diving so that we would put in pods so that we could like minimize the amount of people that you come in contact with. But just having like everyone together is nice, even though we're not like always all together. So just having that, but I'm glad that we were able to get into school, unlike some of the other math schools, like to start practicing. And currently our season is still like pretty normal because ours is a winter season. Right. Yeah, and I know both of you kind of mentioned the, the mental aspect of everything. Next week is, is mental awareness week as well. Um, Katie, we'll start with you and just talk a little bit about what Eastern Michigan and, and you guys are doing um, to support that week and, and what you guys expect coming out of that week. So we're doing a bunch of different things like on social media every day. So we have like the half and half like pictures. So people who are doing like what they are as an athlete and then what they want to do as a job or that they are doing as a job so that we're more than just an athlete. We are what we're gonna be going into. And then we're also doing alumni like videos. So people who have had experiences here coming back and doing that and talking about their experiences as well as um, just the uh, I am more than an athlete hashtag. So we're gonna do a social media day so we are just more than athletes, especially like with mental health and all the COVID stuff. It's been really hard on a lot of people. I know it's been hard on me as well. 
So just having that and like, I'm more than an athlete. I think that'll be a really good hashtag to use. And then Ian, how about you? Do you have anything to add with that? Uh, yeah, Katie covered um, a number of the things that we were going to do. Um, but I, I just think it's, it's important to talk about like why we want to um, show people that uh, yes, we are student athletes, but we are also, you know, brothers, sisters, uh, you know, uh, teachers, nurses, um, you know, you may, may be a guitarist or something. So it, there's a lot more things that define you as a person than just being an athlete, which is something that's a little difficult for us because, you know, we, we kind of build our whole schedules and lives uh, for, for me for like the past 10 years around running. And I may have ran my last race on a cross country course in an EMU uniform. So it's a little odd trying to, um, you know, make sure we don't get too caught up in, yes, we're not competing, but that doesn't mean you, you know, you aren't worth anything as a person. Um, so that's kind of the whole point behind what Katie was talking about. Yeah. And, and how do you guys just, you spoke to it a little, but, you know, you are student athletes and you are looked upon, um, probably on campus um, as leaders, as some being vocal, as having a platform. I mean, you do have a platform for sure. You have an extra opportunity that some students don't have um, in competition and just the various thing uh, committees you're on or whether it's COSA or, you know, SAC, whatever it is, just how important, uh, and Ian, we'll start with you. How important is that to you? What, what responsibility do you take from from having that opportunity and and you know how do you hope to use it so that you can get through i won't even say to just the normal student body but like you probably have friends on you know other student athletes and other programs like how do you guys all talk and and um how do you get through to just be a leader uh, on campus and use that platform well I, i think first of all it's a really cool and unique opportunity for me and everybody else who's in similar positions to kind of gain that experience and, and like learn what it's like to, to try to be a leader and, and um, uh, like move forward with these, these uh, projects that we're working on uh, to try to make life a little easier on everybody and help, help out around the community. Um, but it, what's really helpful is um, the connections that you make through these programs. So like uh, on COSA, for example, I've got a whole group of other uh, like-minded student athletes from uh, schools all around the conference. Um, and then I also am a little bit more like clued into what's going on because, you know, a lot of things are, especially at the start of the semester, we were unsure about what exactly was, was going to happen. Um, and so I could be a person that people on my team come to, people in other conferences that I'm friends with from from high school competition who are uh, wondering like, well, what what is the MAC doing? You know, like, like, do you guys know if you're gonna be able to practice, things like that. Um, And then even anything that like in classes, people, you know, if they know that I'm an athlete, they'll ask me like, well, what's going on or, you know, how are they going to do that for you guys? I like actually uh, last night, I just had a, a night class and they were asking me like, well, what are they doing? I heard that, um, you know, football might be coming back. Are they doing that with all the sports? And it's just like, um, you know, 
it's cool to be able to be the person who has some of the answers. And I can say, oh, well, they're, they're giving uh, all the other fall sports an opportunity to compete in the spring, um, trying to see how, how that can be made possible. Um, so it's a really unique position, but it, it's, it's been a fun experience for me. Katie, how about from your side of things, just that overall question of, you know, having a platform and being able to kind of be out in front of some of these things? I definitely agree with Ian where we do have kind of a different stance because we kind of know like what's going on, even though like some people don't know what's going on with like our season or like what's happening with the Mac and stuff. So I'm personally not a captain on my team, but I do take like a leadership role with having like SAC and then being there for like people to ask questions, like with like we're doing the mental health um, stuff. And then we also have like diversity and inclusion. So other people, not just from SAC can be a part of like other groups. So I think it gets like everyone together. So I really think that it's good like having like knowing what's going on a little bit and just having that like leadership role overall, like with the teams. You guys both kind of mentioned um, how you've kind of built your life around sports these past few years, especially at, at Eastern Michigan. What has this time without sports and competition necessarily kind of taught you about yourself, about being more than an athlete? And um, Katie, we can start with you. Honestly, because swimming was hard because none of the pools were open in Michigan to begin with. So I actually started training in West Virginia this summer with the team. And I think it just showed me that I am more than an athlete. Like I can do so much more and work on myself and like my mental like health and like physical health outside of swimming. So I thought it was actually kind of good to have that. And also I was injured last year. So it gave me a chance to like strengthen my shoulder, like get better so that I can come back this year and be a lot better than I was last year. So I think that it's just kind of helped like having like as a positive thing, having like the quarantine and like just being able to be like work on myself and do what I wanna do and not have to worry about like practicing 20 hours a week. But now that I'm back, I think it's also good that we can, I can get back with my team and be in like that aspect of training. And then Ian, how about you? Well, it's kind of a, an unfair question for me just cause I, I'm a runner. And so my, you know, training didn't really, wasn't really altered too mm -hmm. much by it. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't need another team to compete with or facilities, for example. Um, but what was really, really strange was um, the fact that everything was cut off for us in the middle of a season. And then um, we're trying to train like normal, continuing to improve ourselves. And then we find out that we're also not going to be competing in the fall months later. Um, so that was like really the main piece for me. It's like learning that, um, yes, I'm an athlete, but um, it's my, especially with my sport, it's, it's really teaches you how to push yourself and dedicate yourself to, um, improve every single day. And we're not defined by, uh, like seasons of competition necessarily. Like I can still go out and make myself, uh, a, 
a stronger runner or, you know, use that as a metaphor, apply it to anything else in life. Every day you can take a step towards becoming a, a better person or better at something that you've wanted to work at. And there isn't really any like um, definite, like you need to be there by this day, uh, you know, because we didn't have a race day this fall. So it's kind of learning how to just continually improve without always having that end goal in mind. Um, it's something important to learn, I think. No, all the stuff that you guys have said is uh, great. And it speaks to what we've been talking about all week. Uh, and I know we're putting out videos and, and quote graphics and like Katie mentioned, all the stuff you guys are doing, you know, not just Eastern Michigan, but um, at every campus, I'm sure everyone has a plan uh, this week that they're kind of putting out there. And it's, it's really important. And this is the time when you know, there's not anything necessarily going on. And it's important that we've been doing not only this on the podcast, bringing topics to light and uh, everything, but it's it's giving you guys a voice, more of a voice. And you can see it all over social media and the things that you guys are doing on campus. I, I do want to end it on kind of a more of a fun light note, but Ian, what, what's your time? Like when you run a cross country race, what's your typical time? Like, what is it, what's a normal? Well, go... Give, give us like a, an average mile time. Well, average mile time. Uh, well, I don't know. We've got a, we've got a whole range um, there. You know, I'd say you're, you're really onto something in division one uh, track. If you can run under four ten in a mile, I'm, I'm a little ways off of that, but uh, I, I think that's a good, marker kind of to milestones so i guess my question to you eric is if ian gave you a four and a half minute head start do you think you could get it well I uh, get a three a minute head start it, do you think you could get three, it a mile three minute maybe maybe or it's around a seven minute i would say like, there's no way that i could even <laughs> he'd have to probably if give i four if minutes. i really went for it i think i could finish in like six forty five. Six forty-five. Really, Look yeah. at you, man! If, if wow, I really gonna... went for it and ran a mile, like, and that was wow. it, and that was it, yeah. I stopped running after that mile. I'm, I'm around. If I really work hard, I may be able to break nine, but yeah. I think you could get me. And then on the other side, Katie. So what? What events are do you usually compete in? Um, I compete actually the mile, the five hundred, four hundred IM, and then I can also do two free and then two breast. But my main event is the mile. For okay, so, so what's, the, the, that's what's the, the time in the mile? Right? I go 1630. Okay. All right, so wow. I've never even tried that, so I don't think I'd come okay, anywhere near. I'll, I'll tell you, when <laughs> I've been at the Swim and Dive Championships the last three years, it is some of the most impressive thing, like swimming back and forth for 16 and a half minutes straight, as like that's like some of the best, like it's incredible. Well, 63 laps yeah so. 63 laps yeah oh, i mean i could get through a mile running i don't think i get through 63 <laughs> laps so i i could at I least compete with ian that. but i don't think i'm touching that mile in a pool there's no <laughs> way i i just bring this up because i think oftentimes you know we have a cross country and a swimming dive athlete um athlete on on our podcast and i don't think you guys ne get nearly enough credit for your sports and how much it takes and like Eric mentioned, like going to our championships, we're floor. Like I hadn't been to a swim and dive championship before I went to the Mac. 
and, or worked at the Mac. And I'd only been to maybe a couple cross country meets of family or uh, an inter prior internship or whatever. So um, it's just, it's just, uh, I, I just bring that up of how close we can come. I mean, Eric, would you even entertain going up against Katie? No. I, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to take a big pause, like probably every three laps. Like, I don't even know. It'd be, I could swim, but man, that's, that's far. So and, it's and a lot I, of training. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this was good. I just wanted to, again, end it on a light note. I appreciate you guys jumping on with us today and talking about these important topics. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing everything you guys roll out this week. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Come on, turn up the man.